Hey, hey, welcome to What is Your Love Language? Waiting on Travelers Bay to join us. This is Two Sisters with a Grind. Okay, everybody, um, just waiting on my co-host. Hello, Miss Kenya. Are you there? Hey, just a couple of technical difficulties, but I'm there. Okay, okay. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Leon. You are free to speak when we open the mic. Thanks for joining us tonight. Today, we are talking about what is your travel love language. And um, first and foremost, I want to start out with um, who actually knows what a love language is. And I want to ask Miss Travel is Bay <laughs> to tell me what does she thinks um, a love language means. To me, I feel like a love language is something that makes me get butterflies, makes me feel more attracted to, more immersed in um, a situation or a significant other or um, food. <laughs> so. I just, there are so many layers to a love language, I feel like, but really I feel like it's something that either is through sight, through sense, through touch, that gets you more involved in love. Okay. So me, myself, <laughs> when I was first hearing people speak about love language, I really didn't know what they meant by love language. I was like, well... My love language is, is that I like to person's mind. I like to get in intellect. I like a smart guy. I mean, he doesn't have to be the handsomest man on the block, but if he, but if he... Ooh, that's an Ooh, echo. That's echo. <laughs> you think, can you hear me better now? Yes. Okay. But if he has this, mind and he gets me aroused with what he's got to say that was my love language so um i'm going to briefly read about what dr gary chapman talks about what a love language is and this is his term the term love language refers to the way that a person prefers to express love to and receive it from a partner the term is now often used generally to refer to many different methods of expressing love, but the concept in turn was introduced by author Dr. Chapman, who proposed five Pacific love languages. So with that being said, um, you want to add about how you feel about what he says the definition of love language is? You know, I feel like he hits the nail on the head. Um, we tried to take it and put it in different aspects. Again, like, like some, I've heard people say, Ooh, he wants to watch walking dead with me. That's my love language or, Ooh, they want to eat tacos. That's my love language. But I feel like it's a little bit deeper, um, 
than what most attribute a love language to. Okay, I feel you on that one. I totally agree with you. So what do love language have to do with travel? And that's what this segment is about. And we're going to break down into um, chapters. So today we're just speaking about what love language is and what it means from my um, point of view, from Kenya's point of view. And um, our listeners, if you want to join the chat and tell us what your point of view um, about what you think or feel about what a love language is. But while we're waiting to see, as far as love language for travel, there's like, like I said, there's five different descriptions of a language, love language that Dr. Chapman speaks on. But far as travel, love language is what, when we, what do you see with travel? Me, I love to travel. Travel is bay, as Kenya would say. I love to travel. I love you take me by a body of water, the ocean. That's my travel love language. I just love the ocean. Kenya, what is your travel love language? Not being home. Ah, yes. <laughs> Leon, do you have a travel love language? What do you feel about the love um love language? You can speak. You just hit the mic. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Welcome, okay. welcome. All right, okay. Well, I mean, my thing is, uh, my travel love language is uh, being able to share experiences with people, things that you know that both of you haven't seen before, or you might you may have seen before, and the other person haven't seen it. You want to share that with that person. Yes, I love that. And what is your favorite? What do you, what, when you think of travel, what is one of your favorite destinations you think about? My favorite spot, I would say, I have two favorite spots, Honolulu, Hawaii, and Key West. Okay, Kenya, where you at? I'm in Honolulu, Hawaii right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a spot. Yeah, I'm out here with my daughter, so, I mean, I haven't been doing a lot of touristy things but the little bit that we've gotten experience this is my second time here uh but the first time it was during the lockdown so we really didn't get to do much and this time it's because of baby but um it's a beautiful space the water's beautiful it feels great sunsets are amazing so you're right it's a very beautiful spot and then if you know some good people you can have a great time too so you are Absolutely right, Leon. Honolulu is the spot. What's your other one? I might like it there too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, share, share. I'm telling you, Key West is the spot. That's a great spot to go to. Um, If you go down Duval Street, that's the that's the part. That's the party street. Go down Duval Street, you see a little bit of everything down there. So, if you ever get a chance, head down to Key West. Okay, it's going to be on my list of places to try out. By the way, the sunsets are great there, too. So, yeah, check it out. Okay, I love that. Key West, Honolulu. All right, well, my love language was, far as travel, was San Diego. But I'm here, and I've been here for a while. But now I want to venture out of the country. And I want to go to the motherland and... And see, in Africa is such a huge continent, 
Um, I don't know where I would start. I wanted to say Ghana, but now I'm thinking uh, more South, maybe South. I'm not sure yet, but yeah, I do want to hit up Africa and and just really get to get in there. Now, I'm afraid of a lot of critters, so we got to see how that's going to happen, but I do want to go to Africa. I think there are a lot of people who, you know, really want to visit Africa. It's again, it's one of those places that's so exotic and full of of culture and I mean, it's just from it's just one of those places you got to see. It's you have to see it like nothing compares to it. Not the the wildlife, not the vegetation, food, any of that. Um, so I think it's, I feel like that's on a lot of people's bucket list, going to see Africa. Yes, I totally agree. And so I'm going to break down the five love languages um, that Dr. Gray talks about. And one, the first one is um, words of affirmation. So if you want to get something out of someone that you love, nagging them and bugging them and riding them to get it done, that's not a love language. That's called nagging, and that's just going to make them shut down and resent you and not do it. But if you come at them with affirmations like, oh, my God, the way you hung that picture up, you know, something just positive affirmation to a person is is, is a love language. And then exactly. the second one is quality time. Who doesn't like quality time, you know? So that's another one of the love languages. And then three is physical touch. Now, some people don't like to be touched, but some people, they do, and it's the way you touch them. If you, if you like, touch, rub your finger across the person's ear, some, it gives them shivers, some people. Mm-hmm. Some people like the physical touch of a kiss on the forehead. So... The holding of a hand, the whole, I mean, simple stuff. Some people need simple stuff. Yeah. So sometimes some people don't like to be touched. You just got to gradually get into the touch part. Um, Number four is acts of service. It's doing to others, not always being done unto. That's Mm -hmm. um, another love language. And five, and not least, is receiving gifts. So it's okay to receive. Some people think like somebody offers, oh, no, 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 I don't know. It's okay to receive. And that's the fifth um, love language. And we're going to do a five-step series on this. So next week, we're going to talk about words of affirmation and how it fits into the travel love language. And then each week after that, we'll get the other one. So it's going to be five weeks. We're going to talk about the five love languages as it is to deal with travel. And um, anyone else wants to? Yeah, Kenya, come on. I know you got you want to speak on the um, the other four. You know I do. Now gifts, I love gifts, and I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. If you give me a gift, I know you love me. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm not saying that I'm greedy and selfish, but I'll take a gift. I don't think nothing bad about gift. I'm I'm not a gold digger. I I love a gift. And it could be small too. You yeah, know, that's give what me I one said, flower. Give me a card. Bring me chocolate. I love notes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Give me my cake. <laughs> I'm going to eat it too. <laughs> but no, people, there's nothing wrong with receiving gifts. That is love. And to also give gifts. But some people have a hard time of receiving a gift, even a compliment. 
Some people have a hardest time. If somebody says, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, girl, get out of here. What do you want? No. That's a love mm-hmm. language. It's okay to receive gifts. It's okay to receive positive affirmations. Um, and speaking on gifts, Kendra, you want to talk about anything? Well, if, you know, if we get more followers and if you do listen to the repay on our next segment, um, following uh, where we talk about words of affirmation, we're going to do a hotel stay in Miami giveaway. And what that will consist of is you listening to the entire podcast because there are going to be some things that you need to do on the end of the podcast. So we'll give all that information out on our next on our next uh, segment because we want you to come back. We want you to learn with us. We want you to engage with us. You know, we we like this. Um, and I thank Leon, you know, for coming on and speaking that. I mean, that's great. That just knows we're going in the right direction. And um, so, yes, next uh, segment, we are definitely going to give away a hotel room. And hey, who wants to go to Miami? Just come on, listen to the end, follow the directions, and we'll definitely give it to one uh, to the first five um, people who follow the directions. You'll each get a stay. Yes, and now we know, Leon, you are already in the bucket. This is your second time. This is the second time being on with us from the beginning to the end, and you're truly appreciated for being here with us um, and commenting in the in the chat. You know, we don't take anything for granted, and we truly appreciate you being here and being a true follower and, um, and actually speaking because the words that you just gave us today really was needed to be heard. A lot of people don't know um, about Key West and Shoot, I still need to get to Honolulu. Y'all both got a leg up on me with that with Hawaii. So um, I truly well, appreciate you being there. And it, and it was something different too, because, you know, I, I guarantee you, once we get more people involved, a lot of people are saying Mexico, Jamaica. Sometimes you just got to go to that little spot. Now, not saying Honolulu is small, but it's not the Cancun. It's not full of resorts like Cancun. Or it's not full of um, tropical things like Jamaica. So two places, I was like, yes, that's the one who likes to travel. Because when you can travel to to like those type of places, like just to Florida and things, you like to travel. And because it, it's not always about the big elaborate overseas, use my passport trip. Yeah, because um, the United States, everybody's trying to get here. People are, oh, it is, I was just reading an article about the border, how, if you can see how close San Diego is to Tijuana's border, and how we, we have our wall up, and the families play outside the wall, like, have mm-hmm. a good old time with music and everything, but if you look out to the water, there's, like, the ocean, and people said, um, why don't people just swim over? And it's like, it's a whole article talking about how people have tried to swim and lost their lives because it's very um, deceiving. Right. Because where that ocean part, it, it's, it's very treacherous and the water is very dangerous there. And people have lost their lives. And so, so yeah, um, United States, there's a lot of beautiful spots here. Florida especially is a beautiful mm-hmm. spot, uh, place to be. California's got beautiful 
places. The one thing about California is you can get all seasons here. Most people yes. think, oh, you go to California, it's hot and sunny. But if you go up into the mountains, you get snow there too. Mm-hmm. Um, you get you can get the rain, the snow. You get the seasons here too. So um, that's a misconception a lot of people have about California. It's all beach. It, when they think California, they think all beach. And it's yes, really and not. Then we, if you head on to like around Bakersfield, uh, Fresno area, you know, that's the breadbasket of America. Who knew that? All, a lot of our food supplies come from the middle part of California. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, it's not always when you do travel, you got to leave the country. It's exactly. a lot here going on. And that's what we're here for is to educate everybody. And we also here to learn. So um, uh, that's two girls with a grind. Two sisters with a grind. Two sisters with a grind. <laughs> um, and that's us for tonight. And um, I thank you for joining us and I thank everybody in advance that's going to listen to the replay right and, and please um, join us next week as we kick off our five part series on your travel love language and we're going to break it down by category you know by each love language so that I think that's going to be fun it's going to be neat and please come and bring your comments your ideas your input we'd love to have you and don't forget going to give away start give, doing our giveaways with our first um podcast in this series so listen to the end if you listen to the replay or please join us live yes you want to join us live and so you know bring you a drink take a squat we don't really be on here over 20 to 30 minutes tonight we're ending at maybe the 20 21 minute mark so you know bring a guest invite people let's make it a, a party so um and also let us know if, if Saturday works for you or Sunday works for you because we're going to do this every week. And if Sunday's better, we'll do it every Sunday. And if Saturday's better, we'll do it on Saturday. So exactly. just um, hit us up in the comments and let us know what you feel. You can also feel free if you're following us. Um, just inbox us and leave us a message because we're open to other um, show ideas. And we're going to go big with this. So I want you guys to grow with us. And with that being said, um, also, I just want to take a moment for anyone today is 9-11. It's late in the day. And um, for anyone that has lost someone to 9-11 or just, you know, just experienced 9-11 that was there on that day. I just want to take a moment out uh, for prayer to everyone that's, you know, has lost someone or like I said, you were a part of that tragic day. So, again. Kenya, you want to do a closing with us or and we'll end the segment? Well, again, like you said, that, that was perfect way to end it. Yes, uh, prayers out to anyone affected, to the nation. You know, that changed us forever. It changed the way we flew, uh, the way we went through airports. It, it impacted all of us. But prayers to families um, that suffered losses or suffered um, in any other type of way. So I think that's a great way to end it right there. All right. Peace and blessings, everyone. And um, I'll see you again on next week. Thanks for listening to the two sisters with a grind. Good night, everyone. Good night.